Hey guys, welcome back to the Nerd Dude Movie Podcast. I am here with these fucking guys. Fucking guys. Um, back for uh, week two of uh, October, uh, which we're doing all horror movies. Um, if you were with us last year, we did uh, kind of themes. This month is going to be more loosey-goosey. Although the movies we all chose, this could technically be like a classics theme sort of or just yeah, weird things can't be classic i mean you could call it the movies that were trying to emulate more popular movies that's true i don't know about phantasm though no that phantasm was, was more of an originator in a lot of ways yeah yeah um but the three movies we chose uh sleepaway camp killer clowns and phantasm um but before we get into the movies uh we can do our usual or bring back our segment of what are you guys watching um, I'll go first. Um, I just uh, re- rewatched uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is still a terrible movie. Um, but I was telling the guys off air, my wife and I were saying, how come that movie wasn't, didn't do as successful as Scream? Year Apart arguably had the better casting for like teen heartthrobs and like popular people back then. Maybe more. Um, um... Let's see, I think it was release. Can you imagine if that movie came out first? Before Scream, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm going to argue it's a weaker premise. The premise of hitting Gordon Fisherman and dumping him on the side of the road is a weaker story than... The Vandercamp te- guy? Teen- yeah, like literally the guy in the box that you get at Jewel. It's like, an origin story like, for Long John Silver. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. is like Nobody gives a fuck about some longshoreman that got hit. Like, the story of teenagers being systematically murdered and no one is safe is more captivating <laughs> Somewhere than... Somewhere, one of our viewers is like me. I give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there's some person that's like, I, like I felt for Cap. the fisherman. He was my I like, father. I like the fish. No, but uh, I, mean, so I rewatched that, and then I watched two other things that I would recommend. Uh, one is a new movie that just came out on Netflix. It's called No One Gets Out Alive. And it's based off a book by Adam uh, Nival, who is the writer of the book uh, The Ritual, that the movie The Ritual was based off of, which is another Netflix film. I'm going to take that book um, Yeah. Uh, no One Gets Out Alive. I would say if you're going to watch it, don't watch any trailers. Just watch it. Uh, once you get towards the end, it's just like, what the fuck? Um, and then a show I watched that is amazing um, is Midnight Mass, which is by Mike Flanagan. Um, so he's done. I have interest in that, but I have read several articles where it's like, why Midnight Mass is terrible. So it's Mike Flanagan is. I, I can see why a lot of people don't like it. Mike Flanagan, he did the the Hill House, Haunting Hill House, Haunting Bly Manor. Oh, okay. Um, he did Doctor Sleep, uh, Gerald's Game. I he, like Doctor Sleep. So my wife might like it then. He writes the she way uh he he filmed or he writes and uh puts it to screen the way stephen king books are read like all of his stuff like when you read if you're a real stephen king fan as i am you're not some sure, piece of shit um, bitch. so so uh <laughs> like midnight mass there it's a horror show and there's horror going on but it's the show's not about that. It's about the characters and their experience. Yeah. And a lot it, of people who are like, I want to watch a spooky horror show. This is not the show for you. There's some crazy horror shit in it, but you better be prepared for 
lots of dialogue, lots of monologue, lots of like just so, two people talking. In other words, you can't so be on your cell phone while watching. Yeah, you have to pay attention. No, you, you need to pay, to pay attention. attention. Yeah, you need to pay attention. Which, which, if, if you watch a TV show or if you watch a fucking movie, you should not be on your fucking cell phone. First of all, no, no, but I, I mean, oh, so, oh, so, I, so hold on. In defense of the ADD crowd. I am guilty of being one of these people that is on my phone during certain movies, especially if I've seen them before. I'm guilty as well, but... But generally speaking... I know when to turn it off. If I'm watching a movie the first time, I'm not on my phone. Unless, I, right. unless I'm not into the movie, like, if that makes sense. Like, if I'm not into it at all, then I will find myself, like, maybe Googling things about the actors or shit like that. Um, so there is moments where if I'm not loving the film, my phone does come out, but if it's a first run and I'm into it, generally speaking, I, I, tr I don't pick it up. No. So I guess to put it in a sense, Midnight Mass is a show where you need to pay attention. Um, but a lot of character development. Is it anything like the yeah. show Haven? No. <laughs> did you watch Haven or no? I used to like Haven, yeah. Um, I, I did like Haven. I did like Haven. But yeah, if you're if you're looking for something scary to watch, Midnight Mass is not it. Uh, if you're looking, is for it atmosphere? Like, is it just all atmosphere? It's atmosphere. Writing the 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 horror of Midnight Mass though is uh, religion. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's would... there's other shit going on. But the right. people and their religion is is the the real horror of the show. Yeah, but should so you that, yeah. should you be watching it looking for horror or should you be looking for deep no. characters and good writing? good writing yeah so that's the thing is you have a lot of people who i think get pigeonholed into this this is supposed to be this genre if it isn't this genre and doesn't stick to it it's a piece of shit yeah. and i think that's why even though all of us were kind of mixed on malignant I... it is important to say well at least he's got the balls to say no no i wanted i, I kind of wanted to have it this way this way and this way I think... um, you do risk things becoming stagnant when it's you're you're, you're appealing to the masses i think that's also what happened to walking dead where everybody was like well, I want more zombies eating people. Well, no, Walking Dead was not about the zombies. Yeah, but Walking Dead got boring as fuck. And the one reason, because I've never well, because finished they stretched, it. Because they stretch stories. I've never finished it, but the one thing that is keeping me from rerunning it, because Jen and I have talked about it, is there's like two or three seasons of just fucking sludge. I remember watching it live, and it was like every episode, it's like, all right, we're going to get some story progression, and it was another episode of them being fucking depressing in the prison or some shit. And it was just like, it was too much of the same stagnant drama. And at a, at a certain yeah. point, those people were right, though, in saying, we need more zombie murder. Like, because it was going from, you know, and, and if you, I understand if you read the graphic novels, I did. The true horror in the graphic novels was the people's actions. But right. that doesn't mean you take the governor and stretch out every cool thing about him to, like, the last five minutes of six different episodes. You know what I mean? They did that a lot. And I thought the governor was the best season they ever had. And it fell sharply after that. I actually was stopped watching right before Negan came. So, but now I've heard that they got him as the good, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to dip back into that world. Yeah, it's weird. And that's, that's why midnight mass is getting odd reviews. Cause really it's like, I don't know when when I talk about horror movies, like you get people who are like, "Ah, oh, dude, that movie was not scary," and it's like, "Okay, but what were you looking for?" In well, the okay, movie? so because, I I am yeah. one of those guys with specifically The Witch, because I was a little misled to thinking it was more the along Witch? the lines of Black Death, and it was much more along the lines of more of a psychological thriller or or, or psychological horror than any yeah. actual real horror, and I thought it was like. 
I had a feeling going into it, you were, you know, what it was, but I thought it was going to be scarier than what it was. So with a movie like that, I was one of those guys that's like, I just don't, I just don't get it. Cause for me, it wasn't really, it didn't, it didn't grab me. It didn't, I didn't have any tension from it just personally. Yeah. I mean, usually when people say that, the first, like I'm, I'm generally curious, curious, like, what are you looking for? Cause ev- everyone has their weird lane of horror. And you know like. me, dude, I love gore too. So it is hard for me to watch a horror movie where there is remarkably no violence, except for maybe a very little bit at the end. That is also a little kind of like I was I can I'm okay with dealing with a movie with a lot of buildup, but when the climax is anticlimactic, it's like son of a bitch. Yeah, I I honestly think you you bitch. won't you won't love Midnight Mass, but the cool there are badass it. horror scenes in it. I you know, but um, here's but the yeah. thing is, I'm going to approach it as like I liked Haven, and I know I, I, it's stupid to bring up, but that is a Stephen King property, and that show was no horror. I mean, that was like a supernatural, yeah, weird drama town show. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I don't mind it, and I'm very open to it. It's just, um, I'm also one of those people that de- defend the movie The Watchmen because I feel it was marketed wrong, you know? Like, I, they marketed it as the next superhero movie, and they should have marketed it as a social critique, I, political I, I drama. I like The Watchmen as well. I, 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 I want to rewatch it, but it's literally the extended cut. is three hours and fucking 50, like, 50 minutes long. Because the they thing include is, the if entire you're going to watch comic. it, if you're gonna watch it and do it right, you need to watch the extended. Game. And the thing, maybe we should just watch it episodically, where we watch a couple hours at a time until it's fucking finished. But um, it's just so long to get into. It's hard. It's the same thing with like a lot of those, like the Lord of the Rings. We have the extended cuts on digital 4K, and it's no, just, I own those. I own those as well. It's just like each one is three and a half hours long, and like well, that's literally two nights of movies, frankly, because either she falls asleep or you know gets that's what you know, i did stuff like that i powered through two all, all uh, the I movies you said that's what you did you fell asleep no i powered through all the movies in two nights sleep on the turtle that's, not wow. that, that's uh anyways that's me one of you guys go what are you what are you watching uh, i'll go um i started watching um uh brooklyn 99 the final season and i'm hating I've it i've never watched I'm, that i'm hating it it's terrible uh, the eighth, I think it's the eighth of the final season. Uh, I'm hating it. Uh, I'm, I'm, they have their ups and downs, but it's 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 fucking horrible. It's far too politically leaning and less. Funny. Yeah, and 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 it's a comedy. It's a comedy. You should be able to watch a comedy and be able to fucking release yourself. To, to its credit, it's, it's it's always been an amazing, brilliantly written comedy up until this it's, past it's, season. It's still it still has funny shit in it. They still they're still able to make funny out of out of out of their political views that they're doing, but. I, I don't watch fucking comedy to fucking get political views. I watch comedy to fucking have comedy. I mean, the problem is, is like I'm trying, if, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of the real world. The problem is, is they're appeasing. So like, if they don't right. do that in the writing and make social commentary, then they're gonna get backlash from those people. But the problem is, by doing this, you're essentially changing what made the show funny in the first place. But, so you're you're kind of saying to your fans like. No, you're gonna to have to accept this to find out what happens to your characters in the last season. But they, but they did, but they did find a way to to do that, and they did they did find a way to 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 um, cater to to that that audience. But I would prefer the way they stayed. They, they just they just started falling into the whole. I'm sorry if anybody disagrees, but they started falling into the whole. Every cop is a bad cop. No, it's not. It's I and mean, that that pissed me off. Because I, I have family members that aren't policemen, you know. Well, that started with the season before where you, you got hints. Yeah, it, it did, it did. You got hints of it, like, well, we're going to address police brutality. This is, of yeah, course, when, when George Floyd... With Terry Crews' like character, yeah. yeah with, uh, and then yeah, now they've gone full-on kind of agenda so mode. They, they, yeah. 
but it, but it is bad, and it, it's only it's only like I think nine episodes long, we so it's, it's almost over for me. We're we're hard, it's hard for us because Jen and I love that show, and it's just going into it. It's like, what but, happened to Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine? The other thing I did start was a uh, Squid Game. I am if interested not, in that. Is that good? Not. If you have not, if you have not, so if you have not seen it, it, it's fucking weird. It's hard. Is it episodes. hardcore? It, yeah, yeah, it is. Nice. Well, the phone number um, used in that movie. An Four thousand people a day. Yeah. Really? It's like, he, God it? damn it! Yeah. He gets four thousand calls a day because it was a real phone number. Jeez. No, but uh, I started watching it and I got through two episodes and my wife came home. She goes, "Oh, what are you watching?" She saw it was like a Korean movie or TV show, and I was like, "Squid Game." She goes, "I've been wanting to watch that." And, and right when she said that, I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go." So See, I got, you, I got to wait. You and Matt are way too nice. I. I don't even wait. I just tell well, she like, what? I'm going to watch this show at this time. Be there, be square. When we first started dating, I would say things like, oh, I want to go see this movie. And she'd be like, oh, we should go see it. And I'm like, no, I want to go see this movie. You can be in so, the car when I leave. So you, you, are, you do treat it very differently than I do. I treat it very much of like, much more understanding of like. I know. I, I actually want to participate with my wife in this movie or TV show or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But... When it when it gets to the point where she starts asking me more questions than than me than watching, then it starts to aggravate me. So I'm I'm kind of like at at this teeter totter part where I'm like, well, see, I fortunately do I don't have away? that problem. Like Jen and I will actually, one of the reasons I do love watching shit with her is because we'll banter back and forth. Like we are that couple that's in the theater going, "What the fuck?" When shit just doesn't make well, sense. Well, no, that, I, not I not not uh, not audibly loud, but like to each other. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Just yelling, what? I've, I've, Piece of shit! If I'm watching a movie or a TV show with my wife, she asks questions that if she just stayed quiet for two seconds more, it would actually be answered. Dude, and you gotta, wait, you gotta pause the movie and make up fake facts about it. Wait, when she asks questions, do you tell no lies? And do you have big old pupils with bloodshot eyes? No, <laughs> none, none of that stuff. <laughs> Is that some kind of song reference? I, it's, I a, lost. it's a good rock song. Okay, yeah. Toss that probe and put it keep me clean. Cause I'm the bold god, you understand? Oh legitimate son of man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The D O G whatever he says. G O D in the No, she she'll she'll ask me questions and I'll be like, you know what? I'll pause it. I'll be like, You and I are watching the same fucking movie. Why are you so hostile? Let's let's watch. It's just words. But then You just whipping the spaghetti at the wall and the kids are jumping every five seconds. They're just words. It's not, it's not like I flip my fucking plate. Look, look, verbal abuse it. isn't abuse, guys. You need to get over that shit. It's not mental abuse. I just scream at her until she cries. No, but I tell her, I'm like, we're watching the same fucking movie. Let's fucking, let's, let's finish it. And as soon as I press play, it gets answered for her in fucking two seconds. See, I, like I said, I'm lucky. Jen doesn't do that um, very often. If it's something I've seen, she gets, she can get impatient and be like, come on. What fucking happens? Is he alive or dead? And it's like, you're going to have to watch. Also, also, here's another thing that, that happens. We're watching a horror movie or something, and this this happens right here. Oh, well, that's fine if she's scared. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck's going on? Why are you covering your ears and your eyes? I don't want to see or hear it. Well, then don't fucking watch with me. Oh, come on. You can't be mean about that. She's watching it with you, at least. So what if she wants to close no, her eyes? No, because right after that, right after that, you know what happens? What happened? What, what did I miss? Well, you shouldn't have fucking covered your eyes. 
I would, love I would, when Steph watches be movies because when she that. covers her eyes, I fucking laugh. It just makes me laugh. She's like, it's not funny. It is funny. Her. It's well, hilarious. You know what I used to do? You know I, used to I, just, I used to sit next to my wife when we were watching movies. And now I have a recliner or whatever. But when, when, she, when we're watching movies, she puts the pillow on her face. As, as it gets to the point, I grab the pillow and I, I yank it out of the way. And she's like, oh, why are you doing that? And she has to I just feel like Alex portrays himself as like he sits down to dinner, eats, takes a, a fork full of spaghetti, and it's not super hot. He just drops the fork and slides the plate into the no, wall. This fucking no. spaghetti's cold. <laughs> These no. fucking guys. That's, fucking that's guys. only with my breakfast. That's only with eggs. No. Oh, damn, you slam it against the wall for the, these eggs are these eggs are rubber. There's, there's just a spot. Who cooks? Who cooks eggs before bacon? There's a there's a grease spot stained on the wall from every time he's thrown. You can, you can kind of see through the wall at this point. It's just the grease is chipped away at the no, paint. No, but, but seriously, who cooks eggs before bacon? Yeah, I mean, ideally you do separate pans. To be honest with you, you cook bacon first, though, don't you? Well, you got to start well, it, it first. Yeah. You I mean, cook bacon because, first, because here's and then the you cook the eggs in the bacon fat. See, I, okay, okay, but I because do because really eggs cook fast. Well, it depends on what you're making. If you're making like personalized yeah, omelets making. for everybody, you start them at the same time, really. Because by the time you're done yeah. with that last, I'm like making your omelet. Because I always make everybody's first, then mine. You know, the bacon should be like, but you definitely start that first. Although if you air fry it, it doesn't take long at all. <laughs> it's the best way to do it, by the way. Man's trying to get that fucking air fryer. Spot. I'm gonna have my own nerditude air fryer. Where it's like, you can, can put so many fucking smaller? mozzarella they... sticks in this cocksucker. Can they make it smaller than my three-foot microwave? They like do. Your dad just needs to stop with? buying stovetop ovens. <laughs> it's not our fault he bought a fucking oven. He didn't buy an air fryer. It's, an, it's the Ronco. Throw whatever the fuck you want in there. It'll cook it. He's like, you, you can cook a 12-pound turkey in this one. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put a 12-pound turkey You know I could put a whole six-foot-long hoagie in this fucking son of a bitch? Get that cheese nice and toasted? It's like, we get it, but when do you need a six-foot-long? You never know. All right, all right. Back to the movie. Jesus, sleepaway camp. Lewis. Damn. Wait, no. You, oh no! You, didn't say you, guys, you guys didn't say what you're. Giovanni, watching. you go ahead. Fuck this segment's taking forever. Holy cow! I forgot. I thought we what? Giovanni. So, so I did watch Midnight Mass. Um, I loved it. Um, and I've been recently diving into a shit ton of uh, Asian horror movies. <laughs> Does it stink? Um, so I started today with uh. The Grudge versus uh, okay. Juhan. No, the original. Dude, you Asian gotta, you gotta watch. Yeah. If, if you don't have Tubi, it's it's being put on Shutter this month. But Gonjim Haunted Asylum. I saw that. Yep, I'm that's waiting, my next I'm one. I'm actually waiting for asylum? it to go on Shutter because I hate commercials. I'd so rather wait a month to watch Asian the movie than movies. sit through four minutes yeah, of commercials. Right. I'm stupid. Yeah, they're not I, that bad. October fourth. <laughs> It'll be on. Uh, oh, that's so close! I can wait two more days. Although on, on Tubi, uh, Gunjing Haunted Asylum on Tubi, they actually—I was laughing at how perfectly timed they did commercials. You know, Pluto's Pluto okay. is a bastard with it because it's lit. Some oh, of God. some of them are really well timed, but they some of them they just off. wait until right after the dialogue where it's like. We were watching Surreal Life, so C.C. Davila is talking about being sober, and he's like, I never been on stage being sober. Welcome to my vagina. And it's like, God damn it! <laughs> That's Pluto. Oh, man. Tubi, Tubi is before the middle, and I think towards the end you get them. They actually kind of time them to be, like, somewhat... Continue, Giovanni. Actual break. And then uh, Creep Show. 
definitely been watching yeah. Creep Show. New episode Creep came out. Show. I'm excited for it. So and uh, that's my what turn. I've been watching. My turn. Very nice. East Jewel. Uh, watching what we do in the shadows every new episode. Finishing up Master Chef with the wife. I started Ray Donovan solo. Uh, liking that so far. Uh, Creep Show, and then we've been watching a lot of trashy reality TV. We watched all the seasons of Surreal Life, and we've moved on now to My Fair Brady. And I'm pretty sure the plan is to watch Brett Michaels' Rock of Love as well. And if you've never okay. seen Brett Michaels' Rock of Love, I, I think it's on Amazon Prime. If not, it's on Tubi or one of them. Um, but it is one of the biggest displays of pure trash you can find. I mean, you literally have diabetic really? Brett Michaels... And you have all these 20-something, lack of a better term, whores, going oh, after geez. him for, for his money. And it's all these young women. He's so hot. And it's like you look at him and he's like, really? And he's it's it, it's No. And it's such a, like, the girls on there are so fucking trashy. And it is, it is the dumb, the DWB is my wife and I call it, the dumb white bitch version of Jersey Shore. If if you're oh, a pumpkin yeah, spice sure, latte okay. loving, you might like Funny this show. Funny brought up Jersey Shore. That's in a compliment. All all of the girls on that show have taken plenty of loads to the face, probably. Oh, behind dumpsters. For sure, at least the, the first couple were behind a dumpster by a, like Shake Shack or some shit. All all in the name of Platinum. I'm not a cum dumpster. But yeah, that's basically Platinum, what we've been watching. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of time for movies besides what we're reviewing. Uh, oh, I did actually. I did watch. <laughs> I did watch. I did watch Jet Li's Unleashed, <laughs> which uh, yeah. Watch the okay. rated R version if you watch that movie. The PG version, PG thirteen version, kind of isn't nearly as good. The rated R version is much more violent. Scott Adkins, I actually just noticed, is one of the stunt guys when he's doing the cage fighting. Oh fuck, I'm bad. I actually watch another. Your Jet celebrity Li. crush? I, he, he's awesome, bro. I watched another Jet Li movie. I watched Cradle to the Grave. That's oh, a good shit. one, though. That's if really you haven't seen that movie, it's got one of the greatest Eminem songs ever called Go to Sleep, where literally the chorus is, die, motherfucker, die, and then it's like, uh, you, you're, you're starting to haunt me. How the hell are you still alive? It's such a weird, like, the whole song should be, a, Uf, it should be a UFC fighter. His company has uh, owned chicken restaurant. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, he actually showed up his to uh, no, his, his, mom, his mom's restaurant. What's called mom? His mom, his mom, opened, his mom, his mom opened a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. His, yeah. Mo he, he his mom with her serving. His mom with her wealth opened the restaurant. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 her. It's his mom's restaurant. Because yeah. Mark Wahlberg's mother, before her untimely passing, ran Wahlberg's. They're her. They're her recipes. That's what he's saying. Mom's spaghetti. Literally, they they no, hired but, some um, dude who's like a 45 year old Mexican guy that's cooked in every restaurant you've ever been to, <laughs> and he's like on every recipe you can think of. It ain't his mom's fucking recipes. It's funny that you bring up Eminendo because he's going to be in the new, uh, um, what's it called, the halftime show for the NFL with a bunch of others, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. It's going to be fun. Halftime shows are terrible. Ah, it's only it's only what the third week, and they're already talking about halftime. Shows? I'll start watching halftime shows when they have uh, like somewhat hard rock band. <laughs> like he just lost. <laughs> Bye, kitty. <laughs> Fucking Goodbye. guy. What if they had, like, Nickelback perform, but then they started playing Pantera? Like, I want to see that weird shit where it's like, we're Nickelback, don't even, and this don't is even Walk, announce, and you're like, what? 
don't even announce the halftime show. Just fucking pick fans. And right. What if you did it that way where it's like, you got to show up to see who's performing and like one year it's Beyonce and the next year it's like Cotton Eye Joe's live. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, I would oddly probably watch it though because I don't nowadays. I don't even watch the commercials because the week, the, yeah, the week leading up to the Super Bowl, literally every commercial's not only released online, but then they become your ads for YouTube and shit. So like, oh, yeah. by the time yeah, Super Bowl hits, you've seen them all, and it's like you've already seen them all. I, you, I don't really you care see, about football you see at this the point either. Version now, yeah. You see the extra twenty and, seconds. And if I re- if I yeah. if I read about one, like, did you see the commercial with Tom Jones? And it's like, no, but I will. Like, I don't need to watch the garbage football. I don't care about football anymore. How People about the hate one with me. David I like Tom Jones. Brady. He's been dead for five years. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do shit like that. All right. Oh, you like Davy Jones? I'm sorry. I, I don't apologize. give a fuck about Davy Jones. Right. You're a fucking monkey. That's that's racist. Oddly. That was no, racist. We are the monkeys. <laughs> Davy Jones, the fucking monkeys. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, you bum. Fuck the Beatles were you. better. They didn't fuck even play their own guys. fucking instruments. The only one that played an instrument was Mikey. And he was <laughs> a pervert. Peter, Peter Tork and fucking Peter Mikey. Peter Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna argue gonna about just... the monkeys. I love the monkeys. Let's not fight about them. That's like the most like <laughs> immature comeback as an adult. Peter, Peter pumpkin. <laughs> but if you say it threatening enough, it becomes real. <laughs> so, so the first movie we're talking about is uh, Sleepaway Camp, which Spompton. came out. Uh, November 18th, 1983. So it's a new movie, yep. you say? <laughs> yes. Now, to put this in perspective, let's see, when did Friday the 13th come out? 79. Was it 79? No, I think it's 81. It is 80... No, that's the series. Um, 1980. 1980. Um... Yeah, so Sleepaway I literally camp. said the two years around it like an asshole and just missed. <laughs> God, I suck. And what was uh, Halloween? Was seventy eight? Seventy eight? Are you just giving me these numbers out of your ass? Or are you, no, you... nineteen seventy eight. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were fucking with me. Um, <laughs> I thought I was correct yeah. at least on one of them. So, uh, uh, budget for this movie three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yep. Box office eleven million. It actually you know, did really well. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Around. I'm gonna assume that the three hundred fifty thousand dollars mostly went to the location renting because, boy, you don't feel like you're getting three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean either. Yeah, this is nineteen eighty three. Um, three hundred fifty thousand dollars was much more than it is nowadays. You do a lot more with it. Way too big of a cast to get into, um, but uh, the one of obviously the the main. Uh, actor uh, Felicia Jones or Felicia Rose, not Felicia Jones. Huh? Um, she's been in a lot of low budget horror movies. She's also cool, married. Was yep. it? Build, yeah, building up. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's uh, married to the ex uh, singer for CKY. Um, she's oh, been in lots of horror documentaries. Yeah. And then... Sorry. Yeah, so anyways, we, we, we I just wanted to bring that up. We can jump into it. I don't think there's anyone... Christopher, really... Christopher Collette is, is actually uh, the guy that played Paul. He was that in he... the Manhattan Project. 
Well, this was his first movie too. If I yeah, yeah, it was. He was, he was in something that, he was in something that I'm always uh, bothering Matt about. Prayer of the Roller Boys. He was the the main protagonist in that fucking. Uh, it's TV. got Corey Haim in it, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, it does it. <laughs> That's this, a plus. This, he was also in a Stephen King movie, uh, Anthony. Uh, Lang, Lang, what is it? Langoliers. The Langoliers. 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 It's uh, not not one of the better Stephen King adaptations. Um, but anyway, this movie has a lot of oddly homoerotic sexual tension. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of rapey vibes. No, there's not yeah, rapey vibes. There's overt rape and pedophilia. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's like like literally he gets caught by the boy, about to pull his dick out to the transgender werewolf. So what gets me like, like you see how they are, you see how they look at the kids, and everybody else around him, even the guy who walks in the kitchen. Spoiler alert: We're spoiling this movie, guys. Even the guy who walks in the kitchen, he's like, "What? What's going on here? What the fuck? Yeah, what do you mean? What's going on here? Yeah, that's the other thing is he is literally the owner." Is is like an like a dumb version of Johnny Knoxville from that that Action Point movie, and he's going around. And he's like, I know this kid's a murderer, literally, and he's his cooks are raping children. I know, like you know, he's got no. He's like, ah, oh, I'll just turn a blind eye to that one. I need the, the, the I need the, the pastrami salad. It's like what? At the beginning, the entire kitchen is actually outside, and he goes, "You're crazy, you're crazy." The other guy that's telling him, and then what's with like? Like then the older black dude who the other the like yeah. the the cook is literally like I'm gonna fuck some children and he's like oh no <laughs> yeah. you're not no you're, you're so not crazy. you're crazy and then they do that That's zoom in on his about. face where it's like he go to rape some kids like it's yeah. like what yeah, the fuck is going weird. on in this movie super like, weird he gives it almost like that like Jim from the Office look to the camera like it's like shouldn't you tell somebody Melvin or whatever the fuck your name is I don't know why I thought it was Melvin but. I have no idea what his name was, but yes, he should have. Like, what is going on? This is like the movie Heavyweights, but a very weird, dark twist. I, I think <laughs> this movie was definitely going for, like, schlock, trying to trying to appeal to the, the masses that liked, you know, Halloween and Friday the 13th. When was, yes. when was John Waters uh, a hit? 70s. Was it during this time, too? Uh, earlier than this. Late yeah. 60s, 70s was John Waters' heyday. So I I think I think this is this is trying to be very much like a John Waters film. See, I don't get that impression until the very end when the way they do the color swipe thing when they release the vampire or werewolf. Uh, that yeah. is such a weird. It's literally the poor girl had to like stick her head into a mold of, with his fake body with a dick. By the way, a thirteen-year-old boy doesn't have that much hair. What is this? A fucking caveman? Like. <laughs> Is she oh, just? Is, she, is it not, not only? Is it not only she's transgender, but she's actually super masculine, like George Clooney, Harry? Like she was Robin Williams, fucking Harry. How does that happen? At yeah, her her body goes from fragile to swollen. Yeah, and all of a sudden she's, she's jagged. Like she's like oh. she looks like a werewolf. Every time, every time somebody was killed, did you not notice the hands had like some massive veins? The hands were dude every hands. Time, yeah, they whoever were always... whoever they filmed doing it was clearly a guy. Well, that was because that was because the mom of, of the of the girl, um, what was her name? The, uh, ro- Felicia? the robot mom, Felicia Rose. Robot she said mom. that she she didn't want her she didn't want her child to be portrayed as a as a killer. So the the mom said that her daughter couldn't perform these acts. Oh. So they had they had to put somebody else to do it. This this that girl Felicia was only fucking thirteen years old during the filming of this. I believe it. She looks young. Yeah. 
though, so th- the part in this movie that made me laugh uh, was the ending, not because of the the vampire the right. transgender vampire. Right. Well, not yeah. not not because of the that that scene is actually for its time was pretty fucking jarring. Well, then oh, because yes, it was. because yes, literally it was. it's preceded by the flashback of like we already have a boy, we don't want another one. And you're exactly. going to have to be a girl, and it's no, like... Because you're, hit, you're hitting the face of the horrors of this poor kid for how many years now having to be a girl when, they, when it's had, a boy. It's deal like, with it, yes. Fuck. My favorite line of dialogue, though, is when when the two people see uh, her or him. Um, this is the 80s, and they didn't... We don't know how she would have identified, but when uh, the two people see her... And instead of saying like, "Oh my God, it's the killer," the thing he says is, "What does he say?" He's, oh my uh, God, it's he's a, the it's boy. boy. Yeah, and it's like that's the, like. Well, is but also isn't this supposed to be kind of the flip side of movie? What was the movie where it was the girl who is portraying herself as a guy to to like? I don't, I don't. It's an '80s movie, I believe, where. Any, there's a scene where like the guy that she falls in love with as she's playing a guy to get into some club or something, she ends up like, no, I'm a girl, and she shows shows her tits to him. Oh, just one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Yeah, this is kind of the goes, polar he goes, opposite. He goes, in, he goes, without he goes it's okay, it's okay, she has tits. Well, when, or, or he has tits. Well, when you yeah. think about it, though, like if you're, I don't know what year that came out, right? But this sort, it's of, the, it's... this sort of movie is the polar opposite. It's almost like whoever made this is like, Oh no, we're gonna take that old trope of like they look at it as like oh they just show the tits and it's beautiful ha 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 well we're gonna flip it on its head, and you can kind of see where even back then filmmakers were trying to take popular cliches and going no no fuck this we're gonna fuck with them I think that's what this is partially a direct product of. Well, I mean it's also a play on like you know the original Friday the Thirteenth. It turns out it's the mom and yeah. this one it turns out yeah it's her it's the gender, tra- like transgender it's, yeah. werewolf yeah yeah. I did, and it is a little weird because the body cast they have for her at the end of the movie not only has a dick, but it's like a straight pointing dick. Almost like she's hard. And I I got to that scene and I'm like, Alex, why, what the fuck are we watching? Like, there was a part of me that was like, this motherfucker. Like, what are we? What are you? Because you picked it. And I'm, the only thing I'm thinking is like, I know. Part of me also, as, part of me as I was watching it was also like, maybe we should have chosen Ginger Snaps. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, on, on the subject of the three movies we chose, they are movies that uh, are considered either classic or staples in horror. Right. That if you are younger than possibly your mid-30s, like, these movies are not any wheelhouse at all. And even if you see them, you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? But, like, these three movies, even though they're kind of weird, were very, yeah. like, important in the horror community for their time all, all three of their movies time, are absolutely. very fucking weird and i mean this movie alone them. did 11 million in the box office that says a lot yeah so and it became a cult classic out of out of nowhere this movie is really weird though really it is weird. it is they, uh, yeah. they do this movie were in shorts so high their balls were like close to popping out but you know what that was the fucking style back then your fucking father used to wear the those crop shorts. tops. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "God oh, damn it!" Oh, oh, so who did I text you about? Just take the shirt off. The cop. Yeah. The cop looked like a young version of your fucking dad with his handlebar and the haircut he had. The one Which photo, I, the, the one, the the guy with the mustache that was helping the the fake mustache. The guy that was the friend of the ripped camp guy. 
that like at, he he comes in at one point to investigate. It was like almost at the end. No, no, he comes in when the first oh, okay. kid gets killed, and then he comes back at the end too to help. There's a there's a picture of my grandparents where they're standing next to each other. It's clearly seventies. Grandpa's in full like BG's Barry Gibbs, and Grandpa looks just faded, like he. Just took a hit. <laughs> they told him to take the picture, and he's just gone somewhere. Ironically, Grandpa has never done drugs. He's been drinking whiskey since noon, and it's eight p.m. Though. <laughs> no, but um, that, that one thing about the, the the cop at the end, though, he he has that fake black mustache. I don't know if you guys saw that. That guy couldn't. He he shaved his mustache for some reason. It was like the like the reverse Justice League thing. Where he shaved the mustache <laughs> and, and he couldn't grow it back fast enough, so they put a fucking fake ass thing they on his face. Take this felt mustache we cut out, just put it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was completely like the reverse Justice League, man. It was so weird. You think the prop guy was like, We only have one of these mustaches, we do have a lot of Hitlers. No, we can't use the Hitler mustache. <laughs> this move, watching this movie though, I understand it's older, um, and yeah. I see where. It being a staple and cult classic comes from. I had two problems with it though. One, um, I wanted more kills or at least more yeah. stalking. Do a little bit or more at stalking. More, at least more on camera kills. Yeah, yeah, and and but, the it, ending, but it, was, it was hard. It was hard for them. It was hard for them to do it. I guess the ending of this movie, the way it ends, bothers me because like the movie is just beginning. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff you wanted yeah. is crunched yeah. into a tiny portion. And the way it ends, it's just like, what happens? Like, does yeah. she kill the two people who see her? Does what she, like, <laughs> like, what happens? Just chasing Look, here's them one of the question I have. Right. Did when it came to the uh, the, the curling hair, the hair curling hair, whatever? Did she did she stab her in the face or in the wazoo or like? No, what it do went you think? up the wazoo. Okay, or, or, or the not the wazoo, yeah. but the yeah, she, okay. She, yeah. Is it in the script? Sodomizes her. Yeah, yeah, no. She, it, she, it, she oh watching that scene too, I was like, when her hands came up, I was like, oh. I know. I was like, oh god, here we go. I, like, I mean, she but did deserve I did. It. I did like the fact that she fucking pulled the bed out of the way to drop the body on the side and then pushed it back. It was like it was like a good hiding spot, dropping the body in the, behind the shower scene she, where she, she knifed she, her right through the shitty. Toilet. Oh, dude. Yeah. But the the scene where where she drops the body behind the bed, it's so iconic to that character when you see the end because like she's watching her the whole time through the movie and then she's everybody was discovered everybody was found and she fucking dropped that body she's like i hope you rot and take the longest like that's exactly <laughs> what i got over there she fucking hated judy yeah. I, um, I want the entire movie reshot but the actor the hulking actor that was her with the face on just make do that actor with like a prosthetic woman's face like make it actually so that was that was actually a, a guy who had to get drunk just to shoot the scene. Oh, that's sad. That. Cuz he he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't do it on his own to show his body from the lower half and it was a mask that was put on his face to look like uh the the Angela character. That's one of those wow. things where you're like was, and and to this day they can't find <laughs> who that character is. He's uncredited in the entire movie about the the body whatever. Yeah, like how do you share that credit? Like yeah, the 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 creepy werewolf pee pee at the end. That's me. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, and wait, 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 wait. Are you sure he did that though? And that wasn't prosthetic. Because are you talking about Jonathan Tiersten? 
No, no. It, 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 I was looking through their shit, and it says the guy, the guy actually um, had to get drunk just to show his body. He was a college student. I'm trying to, I'm trying to locate it real quick. But it, so, what, what is it, Jonathan? What are, what are you saying? Well, John, Jonathan Teelston did all like the kills and everything. That's why it was his hand. It was that's why it was so vain. Oh no, no, this no, this is about the end end end, uh, end scene where they show her yeah. standing there. It, it was some. It was the skinny guy that that had the. Uh, okay, so it was a college student from the area, and they made a plastered mold of uh, Rose's right, face right. to wear. Okay, of her face. That's why it's in one expression. Okay, that which is sense. super like disturbing, to be honest. <laughs> It, yeah, I think it only having the one expression is the weirdest part about it, to be honest. Yeah. Although this movie showing the kills, uh, like I, I wish there were more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I w- like uh like the the graphic scene of the uh the chef getting his face fucking boiled. Like I wanted the movie oh, to stay cool. that visceral. Yeah. Um but it did also this is a weird tangent since we're talking about kills. Um when we reviewed *Malignant* last, I just thought of this: uh, the violence in that movie was awesome, but it did commit one cardinal sin. There's one uh, off-screen kill in that movie. Yeah. Who? There is the guy in the bathtub. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. And it just it it just dawns on me because if you have a horror movie and you go all in and show kills. Like, why would you do an off-screen kill? It, it I know that's a weird like, tangent, It feels but... like there was maybe something in the script about it later on that got removed, and they was like, well, fuck it, he's just another death. And there there have been I other... I thought you were going to make a reference to like, throw chair. Well, no, uh, other, <laughs> other slashers throw. have done that. Like, Halloween is notorious for doing off-screen, off-screen yeah. kills. It's just weird. I, I don't know why well, Speaking of, of Scream, doesn't Scream do a couple of them? Scream? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. off-screen kills. Like, yeah. You see the bodies later on, and yeah. they're not explained. Which I hate. I can't stand that. Yeah. I don't I don't mind it if it's done, like... An off-screen kill can be okay if it's done to come back to spook the main character. Like, if you're doing a Texas Chainsaw, if there's an off-screen kill, then it's gotta, like, come down from the rafters hanging from a fucking meat hook, and, like, you see the, like, just, blood just gurgling him, out of them, yeah. you know, something like that. Unless, if you don't do something like that, yeah, an off-screen kill is... Is the problem with off-screen kills is they happen so much in the eighties because of the fucking censorship. How many yeah, Friday the Thirteenth kills were off-screen because of the fucking ratings? Like literally, if you, you could watch a foreign movie that was basically pornography in the U.S., but if you watched a, a Friday the Thirteenth movie, it was bogged down garbage as far as the gore. Well, if, I mean, if you watch a lot of the documentaries, there's so much of the Friday the Thirteenth footage that just got scrapped and thrown away because mm-hmm. they couldn't use it. Yep. And no one saved it. Nope. Of course not. They, everybody thought they were fucking Stanley Kubrick, and they had to burn their footage. Because yeah. <laughs> they're fucking artists. You guys ready to do final thoughts and give uh, a... Yes. Real quick, let me stop you there. The the the, the, the kids at, at the beginning, with the father that's in the water, The and I guess that's young Angela. Well, that's, yeah, it's Peter. supposed to be her and mm. her... And, well, is that Peter, though? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that, that's Angelo. That's actually, I, I'm sorry, that, that that's, that's the which, brother with the, with the whole my two dad situation. Yeah. So that that kid, the kid that plays uh, that that little character, that's fucking somebody from Jersey Shore's brother. It's uh the, the older brother of uh, Mike Sorensen, the fucking taxidermist guy. Yeah, the one that went to prison for it, right? Yeah, that's his fucking brother, and he's on. He, he was uncredited for a little while, and then 
all of a sudden he got credit for it. That was every, my little thing. Every time you say tax evasion somewhere in the world, Wesley Snipes like flinches. Like oh. I gotta say, Wesley Snipes cameo in what we do in the shadows is fucking brilliant. Yes. Oh, the day walker. What's this thing on? Can you hear me? I don't know, man. I I am a little upset that he's not going to be connected to the Blade movies at all. I don't. I like the guy that they got doing it, but Blade One and Two are some of the like they're just awesome. Mahershala Ali is the perfect casting, but again, if it's not rated R, get out of well, here. Well, not with that like shit. yeah. If it's not going to be rated R, that's that's the first big no. And then it's like, am I a dick for not giving two shits about his daughter? Like, can't I just have a... If you're going to reboot the series, can't you just give me the Blade origin again, then? Like, do it in your... Like, why are we fucking around with, like... Your, and, and anybody... And I mean this. If anybody comes back at me with, Well, the source material! If we went by the source material, he'd have a giant afro and would be speaking jive. Don't fucking talk to me about the Blade source material. Fuck yourself. Blade, people... Yeah, also, people also think unless Blade you're in your... Two late 50s you did not yeah, read there, blade back there's, in the there's day, nobody so that were, was 12 years old in 1995 going i'll read the blade the 1970s blade comics do you fuck out of here anyway i'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pay 30 dollars for the first issue yeah get the fuck out of here you fucking phonies I, that is the other thing that's problem with comic book fans is the amount of elitism is insane Oh, the comic community is so toxic. Well, oh, oh, well, oh, you like the issue 27? Oh, it's like, oh, fuck yourself, nerd. Like, and I'm not even that type first... of guy, but I'm still kind of like, oh, fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Our, my, my first year at fucking uh, C2E2, I fucking got hit by somebody trying to walk by me with a fucking luggage fucking thing, trying to get them all signed by one fucking artist. And I'm, I'm like, next in line, he, walk and he, he hits me and walks in front of me. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? when I told you guys about it, you're like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I see, the problem is I am Patrick Yardburn from, I hate to reference this, from Ted 2, where he literally goes to, like, Comic-Con just to bully people. <laughs> where he's just literally, like, pushing them on the ground and shit. Like, I'm that dude where if it's like, I don't like public spaces anyways. And if you're going to be a dick to me in crowded areas, then I have no reason to not be, I have no reason to watch my spatial awareness like I always do. Make sure other people are, are, are not within me bumping in. Because I'm very, as a big guy, I've always been a big kid. One of the things you learn is self-awareness of where your body is. And you try to, like, you try to be as small as possible going through crowds. But I, if you, if you're a dick to me, I become full, like, fuck you, you're getting pushed now. Like, you little fucking dweebs, do something. I don't know if you guys just heard that. My dog just snored. And it was really obnoxiously loud. <laughs> get, in the, get in the fucking cage. No, I'm drunk. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You don't get to have pleasant dreams. All right. Final thoughts, and then give us your hot dogs. Lewis. This ant's a fucking bitch. Dude, I she's said, a robot um, in the beginning of the movie, and she's yeah, a wacko at the weird. end. Very, very uncanny valley. It's like, are, yeah. you, are you real? Are you Is real? There, there must have been a scene yeah. missing where, where she was fed oil. I've got <laughs> something that oil I have to remember. Pill. It's tight my finger. Yeah. Dingle, dingle, oh, dingle. God. Um, no, yeah, so final thoughts. Is this a good movie? No. Uh, was it a good movie when it came out? Enough, Maybe. May, enough to, to, to be successful? I mean, this movie was riding on the coattails of just it was, like... It was probably a great movie to go to a drive-in theater and make out. It, had, it had the music of, of late, Halloween. Late. It had... It, this, this is not as good as Carpenter. What are you talking in about? In any no, way, no, no, shape, no, or no, form. The, the, no, the music, the music styling, 
Oh was, yeah, was, okay, was I can see that. Very much, very, very, very similar. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah. they, they did completely copy his score. Yeah. Style. No, it. Yeah, if if my my problem with people that watch movies, like my wife was seeing an old movie and be like, oh, this looks so stupid, and it's like you gotta. You, you gotta, gotta watch you gotta it. In that time. You gotta put yourself in that time. And this movie, for its time, was trying to ride the coattails of like that shock factor in horror right. movies. And to its point, for one, the the subject matter it did for the '80s, fucking ballsy. Because I mean, you have AIDS is still a thing. Um, oh, AIDS was just starting to really come rampant. Yeah, for for them to use. A gay couple. It's also and very hush hush. A gay, a gay male, a gay male couple, which, a couple which, technically speaking, gay males were the yeah. highest risk of AIDS at that point. And, and so, also, it was also something you didn't talk about back then. You're like, so, oh no. So for this movie to be as successful as it did, doing such <clears> a ballsy <throat> subject like that is kind of crazy. But if you if you watch this movie, you do have to remember, you know, the time it came out and compare it really to the other movies around it. But for a rating, um, even though it's a cult classic, this is a three uh, out of five. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's kind of its own thing. The sequel's not worth checking out. Um, oh, they although uh, Felicia reprises her role in, I think, maybe the last one. Or maybe all of them. I'm not sure. Um, I think it yeah, was it, number three. I think i got to look at it again. Wait, as the killer? I, I don't recall if it was as a She's killer, in the movies, but not as the killer later on? This, I will say, this is a good movie if you're with a bunch of friends, you all haven't seen it. If you just want to, like, yeah. make fun of it, throw it Do on. Do a bonfire in the backyard, you know, watch it yeah. on the projector, some shit like that. Uh, but yeah, three out of five. I'll go. I don't, and I believe me, I am not a PC warrior. I do not like, however, how they treat... The transgender issue because they don't treat it as they people can say all they want oh it's the movie with you know it's it's progressive it had a transgender killer blah 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 they literally the the only time you you let it known that it's a transgender is at the very end and they treat it as this grotesquely fucking like oh my god part of the, the horror is she has a penis yeah well, no, it's so, a very so exactly, weird way exactly to your point this movie got a lot of flack for it when it came out even at the time yeah, it's a weird thing where it's it's not a movie where the villain is a transgender. It's a movie where the the horror is the fact that they're a transgender, which is a very weird backwards thought process type of the way they treat it. They could have treated it like it's just like it's actually a masculine dude that's fucking murdering everybody, but instead it's more like with the, the way they end it with it's the end scene and it's just the fact that she's got a dick. And it's it's a weird. Uh, there's no statement being made. If you yeah. if you tried to get a statement out of it, it would be that the transgender community is weird and freakish, and that's why she's the bad guy. And it's I didn't like I didn't like that portrayal of it. And believe me, I'm, I don't. Frankly, I don't really give a fuck. Live your life. But if you're gonna portray something, you know, shit like that shouldn't be the centerpiece. And I don't like it when they do it in the positive either. I don't like it when it's a horror movie and the hero or heroine that comes out of it. Is you know that we have to like them because they're gay or transgender. I don't like it either way. I think it's a, a stupid device to use in a movie. Yeah. And in this one particularly, I thought it was used in bad taste. Um, with that said, this movie's great if you want to watch it with friends and rip on it and just make jokes. Um, I didn't like it. I thought everything about it screened rip off. Um, <laughs> just like the way said that. I didn't like it. <laughs> I you know I, I watched it and it wasn't. It's not that like I didn't like it to the point of like God damn it another one Alex. It was just like 
I'm not a big fan of this. I don't like, like, the, and it wasn't even the bad acting. It wasn't even really the cheese. It was just like, this movie doesn't seem like, I, I can't take it seriously at all. Like, Killer Clowns you can't take seriously either, but you're not supposed to. This one, they wanted you to take seriously and be be scared to go to the, the watering hole. And I thought it was ridiculous. For me, it's a two out of five. Um, people can call it a cult classic. I honestly, I think it's kind of a piece of shit. Um, just not a fan of it. And uh, I, I feel the device at the end of using the, the, the fact that she's got a dick as being the villain was ridiculous. The end shot scene of just that one shot, ridiculous. Acting was shit. Um... And then, like Lewis said, the, the the literally the the cook gets killed, and that's a fairly rough scene. And then after that, the actual violence gets pretty toned. I mean, mm-hmm. even when the girl in the bathtub gets or the shower gets killed, you really don't see much besides some red stuff on the wall, and then she's got like a scar down her back, basically. Yeah. Um, the violence definitely ramps down to a point where it becomes kind of ludicrous. Uh, the first person thing was a trope done by Jason or Friday the Thirteenth. And the payoff is, you know, the problem is the payoff doesn't make sense because you've literally got a 35-year-old man's hands doing shit. And then it's this 13-year-old boy girl. It's it's a little weird. But yeah, not a big fan of it. Uh, two out of five. I'll, I'll go. Um, I, I'm going to also go with two, four, five because watching this movie again, I don't recall all half the shit that I saw. I don't recall the ant. And I don't, I don't recall so the weird. ending. Um, I don't recall the ending when uh, when he screams out, she, she's a man or whatever she's a dude i don't recall all that shit but i do recall like all the kills and stuff and i actually thought that the the guy that she killed was somebody different i thought it was uh another actor that's actually in fucking star trek uh, uh i can't remember his name he was in um don't uh oh god what's that what's that other um Never mind. Anyways, you're on a boat in the ocean by yourself, buddy. Well, it's, yeah. almo- well, it's almost <laughs> like literally there's I, I, a, a boy she just murdered next to her, and it's like yeah. she's got a dingus. It's like, what, what is your priority here, copper? Not only that, she yeah. removed his head. Well, yeah, camper, camper, head was he, removed. Camper. Very yeah, violent she fucking, death. She, she, she took his head off. She took insight from the Taliban on that one. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I, I, I didn't like the fact that, that how it ended was where like you're like, oh, it's a man or it's a dude. I didn't like that, and I, I didn't like how how there was some other shit in be- in, in between. But the, the the beginning where the the ant, I don't fucking remember that at all. So the ant feels like she's straight out of a deleted scene from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Actually, yeah, always do that with the fucking rosy cheeks and the fucking happy smile. And, and like literally, she's acting like a robot. About? It's just like she's got like weird like the emotion that that actress was trying to portray came off beyond fucking uh a fake i mean that's where weird. that's where i got a john waters feel because he has that with that her female, yeah you know, yeah you have with, to play a doll that, just that actress she's playing a doll but uh yeah it was a 2.5 for me and I, I i do remember as a kid liking this movie because it was it was just like one of those offbeat fucking movies as you're watching and, and shit happens but I, I don't remember the ending and i don't remember the beginning where that they explain how how there was the accident? I don't I don't remember that shit. So it was it was weird that I, I when I watched it again. The fact that it starts off with that scene and then they wait until the end of the and, and that's the other thing is there's a weird. And they're going to see the doctor. They're going to see the doctor. But, but the, the psycho the psychologist or whatever. But, but they weirdly tie together the fact that her parents are gay. 
Like, they don't yeah. show yeah. the fact that she had two dads until right about when they show she's a trans. And I don't... Well, the guy, the guy who's talking to her is actually her other dad. They don't talk about that part. Yeah, and that's... The, and, and until the very end when it's like... The end, yeah. It's... I, I don't know. I feel like this movie was like... You can... I can understand why if you're in the 80s and you're a transgender person, you can look at this movie as kind of attacking your being. Because it's like, you made us a monstrous villain. And all it is is, and really the transgender issue, and this may be controversial, but it's just feeling, you know, you feel like you're not in your in the right body, which is essentially down to it. You weren't but born in, with in the body you mentally should have. That. It was something different. Yeah, and in this one, it wasn't like, you know, this is a movie that had it been made now, you'd probably have more of the deep conversations in the movie about exploring it. But once again, when you use it almost as like a horror movie type of punchline at the end of the movie you really do end up kind of more or less degrading the entire idea yeah. of what, it, it, you know, and I, I did, once again, I'm not a, I'm not a political correctness guy, but it did not sit well with me. I wasn't a big fan of it. Is it my turn? Yes. No. These fucking guys. These fucking guys. <laughs> listen, listen, you want to get faith fucked? <laughs> so, um, the, the problems I have with this movie, yeah, it's not good. Um, and I agree with the, the transgender issues. Um, I will say the 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 ratios off. I, I needed more kills, um, more more evil from that side of the story. There was too many, too much like character building. It's characters you didn't re- really care about either. But they these didn't kids, even these... build the characters. They literally they they like the bullies. That you those seems like characters that they might build, and then at the end it's just like nope, they're still just assholes. Yeah, yeah. The only ones that get their comeuppance really are the girls that fuck with her. Yeah. That's true. Besides, that true. The, besides the kid that was Which, like something, something I her. found out was they were actually all good friends with each other, and for them to actually throw her in the water at that one scene, they 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 were having a hard time trying to do that. What does so the guys? Really what does the guy call them? The lifeguard? Is it pricks? You guys are pricks, or it's this? He's literally got the same line every time he's on camera in this fucking movie. I can't remember. The lifeguard, I think, it, I think it is something like pricks. It's like pricks or pricksters yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, the the problem I have with the ending of this movie, um, like I said, they crunch it down into one small part, and I wanted more after they show her as a villain. You know, put the put the transgender aside. Like, if she's a villain, does she kill those two guys? Does she go on a rampage before the cops catch her? Like, what the fuck happens? They just end it right there, and it was for the shock factor. And, you know, I just didn't like it that way. Um, but this is a 2.5 out of five. I think um, they were hoping for, for like a sequel right after, because this is what, 83. And then the next one was oh, shit. How fucking far did it go? Well, when she came back was in 2008, but they had, a, they had another, they had two more in between that. Sleepaway Camp 2 was 1988, and Sleepaway Camp 3 was 1989. Yeah, so they were hoping for something. What is it, five years from the first to the second? The last one was like 2008. Mm -hmm. Return to Sleepaway Camp was 2008. Can't imagine that's very good. And that's where she reprises her role as Angela and as a, a sheriff. So she plays two roles. All right, so, uh, Take a quick break, and then we will be back with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
Yes. Killer Clowns. All right, so second movie of the night uh, is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I believe this is one of Giovanni's favorite silly horror movies. Yeah, it's one of mine Um, as well. My name was Touched by a Clown. So uh, this movie, I I saw budget. I I haven't seen. um, Two million, I believe. But budget was 1.8 million. Um, This was directed by the Chiodos Brothers. This was the only movie they uh, directed, but they've had their hands in a lot of special effects stuff. Um, they've uh, did uh, creature effects for Ernest Scared Stupid, which the clowns uh, actually came from that okay. movie. Um, so, well, so, they, well, no, the uh, wait, Ernest Scared Stupid came after. Oh, yes. sorry, yeah, after they used the. Yes. the same that, that was like early um, nineties, right? Like ninety-two, they, that movie came. out? Yeah, they also um, so they did work on uh, UHF. Um, they did. I love uh, that Critters. movie. I love that movie. Um, they probably did the Rambo prosthetic. Yeah, they did uh, the uh, fake uh, commercial for the the uh, SUX car in RoboCop, the six thousand oh, with the lizard. Okay. Yeah. Um, they've done a bunch of cool shit. They've worked with like the Simpsons. They did uh, stuff for Team America, World Police. Um, yeah, they they've. This is the only movie that they've actually directed and written, but they've done a bunch of cool shit. Uh, not so much lately because they're in their seventies, late sixties. I almost thought you were gonna be like because they're dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought you were gonna go yeah, real we, dark. We could jump into this movie. I just want to point out that the one guy's name is Mike Tobacco, which is insanely stupid. It's almost um, like they like they had a fucking <coughs> sponsorship. Yeah, some of the names. Uh, Hi, I'm Cool Marbro. Jojo the Clownzilla. You guys Farmer ever blow Gene bubbles Green. as a kid? <laughs> yeah, I, I I just clicked on Chiota Brothers. Alex, they actually. What's up? You ever blow bubbles as a kid? What's that? You ever blow bubbles as a kid? No, I didn't. Giovanni, you ever blow bubbles as a kid? Louis, you ever blow bubbles as a kid? Is bubbles a man that I'm blowing, or are we talking about? It might be. You're supposed to say be. you're supposed to say yes, and then I go good because he's back in town. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello. An old joke. But as I was looking through, uh, the, the 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 brothers actually had something to do with Dracula, Gremlins. Oh. Yeah, they've Robocop. done creature effects for so much, so much uh, shit. The the two thousand Dune. So does this movie prove that guys that come from the special effects background, American Werewolf in London, Javon? Can we like the Paris one? You piece of Paris. Shit. I know, I know. I know. Um, I'm, just, I'm just throwing does this, American. Does Werewolf this prove in that they can make a good movie, or like I know Giovanni likes it, but is it a good <clears> movie? <throat> I like it. I love this movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> like maybe well, yeah, at, the same, to... at the same time, they in, they intentionally went for it, and I'd say they achieved what. Why didn't they, they go for rated for. R though? Well, so so they changed the title because the the title was just going to be Killer Clowns, but I think they wanted to like avoid it being like. Well, that does also tap into the, like the '50s style that this movie kind of represents when you think about like everybody hangs out at the small burger joint it's it's almost like you have the neighborhood from american graffiti small town fucking horror yeah it's like american graffiti meets goofy you know outer space so i i took i always took as even as a kid took the title as like it's an homage to you know like the the old school 50s movies of like 
killer wives from outer space, that sort of shit. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. There you go. Also, I believe this was Christopher Titus's first movie. I was watching that guy. He he under the Trump era became a. um, He was one of those guys who would literally accuse Trump of being a bully while being a bully to people for not agreeing. He became one of those guys. I think he had a podcast. He hasn't done much in the comedy world. I loved his show when he had it. Speaking of Stacy Keach, Stacy Keach, father in the show. I thought the show was funny as hell. I'm not. I'm not too familiar with his stand-up. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, "Holy shit! It's Christopher Titus." Yeah, this was his first role. Mm-hmm. This movie was also supposed to get a sequel, but it's in development hell. And Sci-Fi reached out to purchase the rights for this to make a sequel. Please no. Nothing. And nothing. Why? Yeah. Why would you do a sequel at this point and not just reboot the fuck? They wanted to do four films of this. Uh-huh. I mean, isn't it at the point where the groundwork that's been laid is going to be so disconnected from what would come now because of just the time and technology? I, I don't think, think, don't, David don't think Gordon Green and Jason Blum will pick it up. <laughs> Jason Blum, I do, you know, I, I do give him props because his statement about why they gave Halloween, Halloween, Halloweeny, Halloween Kills a, a hybrid release was basically... He basically was like, I fucked up with the freaky release. It didn't get the press it should have, and it didn't do shit in the theaters. And I don't want that to happen because freaky was a good movie, and I and I just don't want it to happen again. So like, it was a good movie. Yeah. And here's the thing: like, if you're looking at maybe I don't know how much money that like I don't know what the financials look like, but as a fan of the movie who is not particularly fond of going to the theaters at this point anymore, it's really awesome that I get to fucking watch it on October fifteenth on P. Like, to the point. Where I think I'm just going to spend the five bucks a month for the higher version, just because it's kind of like a we run our mouths, and if I'm going to say, hey, you got to support these guys when they do this shit, just like HBO Go, I'm buying Godzilla vs Kong this weekend because I saw it on sale. Like, even though it's on HBO, but I enjoyed it a couple times now. It's I'm going to buy it. You know, just like Free Guy, I can't I can't be a bastion of yes VOD in theaters to home and not purchase the product. So like. Um, I'm going to buy Prey Guy. I'm going to buy, you know, like I can't, when Halloween Kills comes out on digital, I'm going to own that. But you know, that's you how I felt. It. I told Shay, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to buy Malignant. Like, even though I felt weird, weird about it, I think it's an important <laughs> So, So I'm not I even a person who really cares anymore about collecting the physical medium of the movies, but Malignant is one of those ones I kind of would like to have like the physical 4K. I know it's a Netflix movie, so I don't know if they're going to actually produce physical 4Ks, but would be nice to get was it was it netflix or, or hbo max oh no Malin- oh Malin- hbo max HBO. so yeah it'll, HBO get, max. it'll get a four yeah, okay. okay. it'll get one Fuck, why did i think it was netflix surprise motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest most meme worthy parts of dexter and it's in season two oh, oh, motherfuckers. he dies way too Dokes. anyways um but back to Killer Clowns, there's not, there's not really much to this well, movie. So, it's slapstick horror. I'm just gonna say it things is. that I was thinking while watching it. It does have some good shit. Why does the cotton candy that consumes them look like singular testicles? Like they just look no like idea. a bunch of testicles hanging around each other. Um, I do like the fact. It's I do a like, new cat. I do like the one of my favorite parts was the balloon animal, and the shadow puppet that ends up. Consuming oh, when he makes everybody. the balloon dog yeah. to chase after him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, no! Oh, the blue dog, and then the fucking uh, 
the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah. And then also there's the one scene when they start to invade the little town. And it's got a very John Carpenter, almost electric kind of like synth. synth. They're all walking kind yeah. of Yeah, and it's got a, like, it's it's a weird soundtrack, but it was one of the things, like, I was like, I'm digging this. Like, I like the feeling they're bringing here. Like, oh, the, 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 the Killer Clown fucking soundtrack at the beginning was fucking awesome, though. I like the song. I like, I like, that. I like the soundtrack. You know, I will, I I will say it's the acting the in this movie, especially because I watched it right after... Um, I watched it right after Sleepaway Camp and Sleepaway before Camp. Phantasm. The acting is is even though it's cheesy, it's much better than Sleepaway Camp. And then Phantasm is is better acting than Sleepaway Camp by far as well, even though it's four years uh, earlier. I, I gotta argue with that. We'll, we'll see. Oh no, no, I'll, I'll argue. What? How could you ever oh, say? I'm gonna the argue. Acting, with, I'm gonna argue. The acting, with you the, as well. the, the acting the in acting? Phantasm is so much yes. better than Sleepaway Camp. Okay, may, maybe we'll go into that. We'll go into yeah. it, but. Yeah, um, I you know I I didn't dislike this movie. There were some parts that were too goofy that you know really break the kind of like mold that they're trying to make. But it's goofy. It's fun. It's the end of the movie is <laughs> the movie. Just... It, it was. It, it it is. It is described as a comedy, though. Yeah, the yeah. The movie is is rough. You know, I'd honestly <laughs> like to see the guy who made. Um, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie, um, Wonderland, whatever. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. Willie, yeah, Willie's Wonderland. The guy who made that, I'd love to see him do a reboot of Killer Clown. I think he'd be able to handle it pretty well because, like, whoever wrote and directed that movie had a pretty keen sense of humor on what they were going for, and I think that's just to the same credit of this movie. The guys who made it knew what they wanted to make. Like, I don't think you see things in this movie as a product of like, well, we have to. I think they wanted this movie to be what it is. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have had more technology, these would have. If any of the guys could really push the technological limits, it would have been these guys who. I mean, you see what they did throughout the industry after this. Because RoboCop One is what eighty five, eighty six. So that's a few years after this, and so you know you. You do wish this movie was made ten years later, just to see what these guys would have done with the tech they had. In, in oh, it movie. would have been so much better if yeah, they would have. You know, yeah, early if they had it. Early '90s, I think, would have been quite an amazing product. The clowns may have been speaking and shit. I like the fact they didn't talk. Like one of the coolest scenes in the whole movie is the clown in the police station. Yeah, like that's just that that scene. He's legitimate until his hands come off. He's legitimately creepy. Dude, their laughter is fucking creepy. Or, Or I thought you meant when he was using Mooney as the as the puppet. No, right. No, before that, when he's, we're gonna, I'm, I'm here to kill you. When he's in the and cell, then, and, he, and he pulls his hand out, and he goes, "What?" No, I was he talking about the one the where fucking, he literally. It's kind of yeah. funny because he like, he's, he's up and, but he's and like he literally waddles into the jail cell for him. He's like, "Okay," yeah. and then he goes and bashes his head into the jail like the bars. <laughs> and then the other two dudes are just like, and he's looking at you know. I like those scenes. Um, I do like the small town motif though. I always have in movies. I think some of the best horror movies. There's not much of that small town left because this movie had a 40-person body count. Yeah. <laughs> they murder a lot of fucking they people. Do. For a PG-13 movie on top of it. <laughs> oh, man. So what does it turn them into when they're in... Is it turn them into them? Like when they're in the, uh, in the ball sack cocoons? I think no, no, no. The popcorn, turns, the popcorn turns to more to more clowns so that's just them harvesting food though the ones that are in the nuts yes yeah. yeah i think yeah. they eat like spiders do they liquefy inside the 
I would like a uh, sequel. Cotton candy or, and they drink them. The, or yes. pre- can you imagine a prequel set in like a different time, like medieval? Oh, it'd be killer amazing. Clowns. Killer clowns in medieval time. You were fucking jester. <laughs> they were the original Koopas. Well, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the clo- They wouldn't have the, the tents, and it would be whatever. All right, let's do uh, final thoughts on this one, and then we'll give our hot dogs starting with. Giovanni. Awesome. I made you wait. Um, this movie is great. Uh, to to its point, they knew what they were making. I think they went for it, and you see it in the movie. Like they they didn't take themselves too seriously. They wanted comedy. They wanted horror. Um, I would say this is more so on the sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. More yeah. so than the horror comedy. Um. I love this movie. Well, I do want to say if the acting would have been better, like if you done modern day acting, you probably could have sold it more as the horror. But the acting is so outlandish at points. It's mm-hmm. like, like you literally, you literally do have Red Foreman. Yeah, basically in the movie. <laughs> yeah. He's the he's the old shit. You just want me to get off the force while I survive Korea, and it's like, all right, Red, you're gonna put the foot up the ass. Let's go. Come on. I'm gonna um, stick my foot up your ass. This is for, for uh, in my heart of hearts, this is a five for me. But um, rating the movie for what it is, it's it's okay. It obviously has its shortcomings. I'm going to give this a four out of five. Dogs. Okay. Alejandro. Uh, for me, I'm going to actually give it a three out of five. Wow. Or, or 3.5. 3. That's the same thing. No, no. I said three out of five. I meant 3.5. Oh, okay. Not the same. 5.3. Seven and a half. Um. What what I did find amusing was it took twenty three minutes for the fucking movie title to actually come into play, where Mooney actually says, "This is you know killer clowns from outer space." Twenty three minutes in, I, I like when movies kind of do that even with the title, but that's just me. But um, I I I fucking always love this movie. I I really like the 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 clowns, how they kill people and how they did their things. I like the 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 part where the guy was putting the little the little show. <laughs> And then he, he she's she you know he's pushing her away, she's pushing him away. She's like no 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 no, and then all of a sudden she points a death ray, kills a guy, and then she points it at the guy, turns him into a fucking cotton candy. I like that shit. I don't know. That was little that was fucking all, puppet show. It's so good. Yeah they, yeah, the they, little things like that just make me laugh. I like the, the when they threw the pies at the cop and fucking melted them away. Yeah yeah. yeah. At a certain point, you can under see you can see under the pie layer. It's just like a red goo layer that he's turning into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like what something from the blob. No, this is something else. Somebody died here. Once again, like, another I, movie where then... if Rick Moranis was in it, it would have been much better. <laughs> <laughs> but three point five for me. Lewis. Lewis. Um, this is easily a. Th- this is also a three out of five for me. It's a goofy fucking movie. Um, more sci-fi comedy than horror, but. If you do appreciate the horror genre, like you should watch this movie for the practical effects and the awesome creature work the Chiodos brothers do. Um, even though it is like clown and very slapstick and hokey looking, like the the detail on the fucking clown suits is so great. Oh yeah. Um, right, and like people, we're we're a professional podcast. People use them for costumes in this day. Killer clowns. Yeah. <laughs> People but, use those costumes to this day. For yeah, but the, the the like the the creature work of like this and the thing and certain movies like that's like a magic that 
unfortunately, like, you have to go out of your way to find newer movies that kind of replicate that style, which is so sad. Successfully. Um, yeah, successfully. But, yeah, three out of five. Um, I mean, if you're if you're planning a 31 days of, of Halloween horror movies, this is definitely a, a day you could throw in to kind of lighten the mood after watching a movie that just ruins your life, like uh, yeah. all of the movies I watch. Uh, but, yeah, three <laughs> out of five. Well, see, here's the thing about this week, a little weird, is we go pretty rough next week. Because if I remember correct, or not next week, well, the next week for the, the show. Oh, American, we go really It's rough. American Werewolf and... No, no, the next week is the week of the 15th. Uh, well, the week we're recording. We don't do anything next well, week. Well, we're off recording, but the third week yeah, of Halloween off. is American Werewolf in Paris. Frontiers. Mm-hmm. And what was there's a the, like, grave encounters? Grave encounters. Grave so encounters Frontiers yeah. is gonna get really even rough. rougher after that week. Oh, uh, the fourth week I think is probably the most violent. I mean, you've got VHS ninety four and both of the modern Halloween movies. Um, I it's gonna be a lovely bloodbath of a week. I can't wait. The nice so thing is we're gonna have a full. Consider this your palate cleanser. Well, we're, yeah, this is if if yeah if you're kind of sitting there and you're like these guys really haven't gotten me like they haven't really chosen super serious horror movies. Uh, it doesn't get nicer for me at all. I mean, literally, the live episodes, the exercise. Oof, it's yeah, gonna be we're, fun. We're gonna go, we're gonna start going hard. I think the goofiest movie yeah. we watch, which I haven't Scar- watched yet, since like, I was a kid. So we're gonna have gonna Ernest Scared Stupid, but we're also gonna have Frontiers, which if you haven't seen it, that's a oh, that's a rough movie. Yeah, um, I can't wait until Giovanni and Alex have to watch it, so I can hear Alex go trying to watch it but fuck man because it's a rough one um yeah we got to, we're gonna start going hard this is take this week as a breather you're getting goofy fun next week this not so much <laughs> this week is the like you have to go to the bathroom it's you're almost there but you started undoing your belt already and next yeah. week is the you didn't get there in time and you shit your pants yeah you drank a tall boy of <laughs> jeremiah weed and every one of your muscles in your body constricted to help you. That not. sounds like a you story more than anything else, though. And then the week you after that, you've never is had diarrhea from malt liquor. Not only did you shit your I, pants, I never drank but you're a jar of weed, so I don't know. Well, malt liquor, it's all malt liquor. Oh, shit, malt liquor. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the next few weeks because it's going to get hardcore, and I'm actually craving violence. I watch these three movies, and I'm like, fuck me, man. I need some. I need some hardcore. This is so. I'm gonna buy. Hard, uh, I gotta get Frontiers and. My next on that's a movie I don't think I can get Jen to watch. Literally about Nazis. <laughs> weird. It's fucking weird. All right. No uh, my final thoughts. I like the movie. It's goofy. There's some memories I have of it as a kid, but it's not in my. My father was weird with movies like this as a kid. So I, the, my exposure was literally like the under. Like I would, yeah, go to Blockbuster and pick a movie, and like I got to pick a favorite that they didn't care about, and it's like I'm gonna watch this movie. So, um, I didn't have a ton of memories of it as a kid. I did dig it. It's fun. It's you goofy. Actually found this in the favorites. Back, Blockbuster at one point, I've never, their favorites I've never were seen amazing. This in the store ever, at ever. one point, Blockbuster's favorites were. I actually had to buy fucking, it to fucking see it. You would literally find a better selection of shit in the favorites than on the main wall. Sometimes, like you would have, there was a point where you would rent one movie and you would get the the new movie was three nights or two nights or whatever, and the favorites were a week. And at one point, you would get two of them, and it, you know that's where you spent a lot of your time because it was like, well, I, I know we want to see this, but I've never seen. By the way, there's a movie in the iTunes called Session 9. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's a movie I, I actually first watched at Blockbuster. I got it in the favorites. 
low budget uh, horror movie. Yeah, check it out. Um, but yeah, the, you would see, you would find movies like Session Nine. You would find movies random shit because you were like, well, I got two fucking free movies and like I get them the for like yeah, I get them for a week, so why not, right? And um, I had to tell, and then once I got the movie pass, it was all like I was all in. I fucking I watched every, and then I started working there. It got even worse. They fucking giving us ten rentals <laughs> a week, and it's like. I guess some Jen rent whatever the fuck you want. Like, you know, what, what am I, I'm going to get rid of 10 movies. Because people like Alex were managers, and they got the good movies first, so I never got a copy of that. Yeah, that was. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, um, I'm going to give it a three. Um, I don't hate it. I think, yeah, it's goofy enough to where you can watch it every now and then, have the fun with it. You, you can add it to your October list if you want. Um, it'd be, it wouldn't be a bad choice for it if you're trying to put in stuff that maybe your significant other would dig. You know, maybe you need something that's going to kind of lighten your October load. Well, <laughs> I, you know, my thoughts is like in between Devil's Rejects and Frontiers, you throw this in and it's a little bit a little bit smoother. I don't know why we didn't do Devil's Rejects this month wait, now that I'm thinking wait, about it. Wait, did you say your wife hates this movie, Anthony? She doesn't like clowns. Yeah, so that's, what stuff. I, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Then you don't have any that's fears of clowns, right? That? He doesn't care for them either, so she probably wouldn't dig this. I have no soul, so uh, three out of five, and um, right back. All right, Lewis, when you get some uh, goddamn quiet, good to go. Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. Oh, sorry, Alex's Tourette's is seen. <laughs> All right, and the last movie of the night, arguably the more serious of the three. Uh, is Phantasm. Um, Especially so this if you look at it like out... he's just a weird pedophile chasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this was, uh, man, the, the guy who, I don't know how you say it, Don Cassarelli? Cas- Damn Polish actors. Uh, anyways, he uh, directed, wrote, produced, did the cinematography, edited this movie, um, and it's a very weird movie. Uh, it's only 89 minutes long uh budget was 300,000 ended up making 22 million um so i mean all three of the movies we're reviewing are cult classics and technically all of them did pretty well yeah but this movie um is about a uh kid uh who i mean i guess we'll jump into it but like it's a pretty fucking sad story for this kid so I mean, when, yeah, when you finish it, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie starts off and you're just, like, smacked in the face of, like, oh, the parents are dead. Like, yeah. his, parent, his parents are dead. His, his I, oldest his, brother died. His Tom, oldest... Tommy. His oldest brother died. Um, And then his, his brother, who's taking care of him, is planning to leave him, and he knows it. It's yep. just like, holy no, shit, Tom, dude. Tommy's, Tommy's not the old brother. Tommy's a friend. No, no, I thought they said that he was he was a, a brother of theirs. Oh no, no, he was one of the one of the buddies. He was no, one he of the buddies. Yeah, he was one way, of the buddies. Doesn't the ice cream guy look a little bit like a a bald uh, Michael Keaton? <laughs> I could see that. Like he looked like a bald, <laughs> yeah, yeah. younger Michael Keaton. Oh, Reggie! This movie is just seriously and his sad. His name is really Reggie. Holy shit! Yeah, and he reprises his role in uh, and like three of them or four of them. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Man, when you break this movie down, it's really weird because you can look at it as just the, you know, the movie by itself. Or if you look at it as 
the movie and the sequels, the the rivalry between Reggie and the tall man uh almost like mirrors uh Ash and the Deadites. Like if you really watch mm, all yeah. of the movies, like essentially Reggie is the hero or he even though this movie doesn't make him out to be if you watch the whole series he's the ultimate good and the tall man is the ultimate evil um and if you just watch this movie uh the ending is so fucking ambiguous uh because if, if you if you watch the movie and you get to the end and you're like um you know, was it a dream or was it not? You can rewatch it. And all of the scenes that Jody, the older brother is in, um, they're scenes where Mike does something and then Jody does the exact same fucking thing. Um, and vice versa, almost like, almost like they're mirroring each other. Um, or like it's all in his head. Yeah. And like, it's all in his head. Look Um, at the, uh, look at the whole scene where, Towards the end, when the the sphere is coming at him, and Jody shoots it with the shotgun and tosses it to him, and Jody's the one that brought the shotgun, or he had it on yeah. the on the stairs. It is yeah. it is really sad understanding that every interaction. Well, see, maybe not though. Like they leave the ending so open, like you could take it as Jody was dead, and this is all this kid's grieving. But then you have the ghouls grab him at the end, so it's like. Yep. You could, you could, if you the, really the wanted Jawas, to believe I mean, it. You could, say it, you could say it the right way. Right. When did we get to Disneyland? This, you can, this uh, screenplay you can, was completed uh, before Star Wars came out, so you never know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can you can dig deeper stuff in this movie, like the the small creatures. It's almost like Lovecraftian in a way that the fucking tall man, um, like swoops them up from this other realm. Um, and then the tall man himself, like one of, one of my, my, not one of my favorite, a subgenre of horror that I really like that. Like, if you said, what's the one thing in horror that creeps the shit out of you? Some people will be like, oh, it's ghosts or it's clowns or it's this for me, it's grief. Like, that's why two of my favorite movies are hereditary and Midsommar. Um, like this, this movie is essentially about grief. Cause if you believe that uh that jody is dead and and mm-hmm. mike is like coping with ptsd from losing his brother um and his parents yeah and his parents um and to me like as a kid this movie creeped me out just because it was set in like a a fucking uh cemetery like yeah and yeah. when i when i was younger this movie didn't like creep me out because the tall man was scary because when you're young like you think about death and shit and it just it just fucking creeps you out. Although um, it, it it did make me make me laugh when fucking Mike crashed because of the tall man. Oh, the... crashed. <laughs> it made me fucking laugh. It did honestly. Honestly, it made me laugh. I do think the acting is good in this movie though, because like all the scenes with Mike that he like just really wants <clears throat> to be part of the scene with his brother, and he keeps getting like pigeonholed somewhere else or like stay here it's fucking sad and it makes it even more sad if you think that uh that jody really was dead and that it was it was all in his head and it's 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 true yeah it's true because especially with the parts uh when like he does go along with his brother they get along so well like he doesn't mind that his brother's in that danger with him because they're doing it together yeah um so it it really watching the movie it was because this is the first time i've seen phantasm I was really like, okay. wait, is this 
is this in his head or is this like I I struggled with that through the whole movie and the end didn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen any of the sequels? No, I, oh. I've seen I've seen I've seen them, I, uh, but it's like vaguely. This is number two. This is a series that gets weirder as you go on because you you uh you get to the second movie and um mike it's it's a flash forward he was in like an insane asylum doesn't really touch on the first one so it's like well what the fuck um and then you discover that the tall man uh jebediah morningside um was so obsessed with wanting to cheat death which again the series is about grief that he invents this machine to to travel to another realm and when he comes back he's the tall man and throughout the whole series it's also ambiguous of like did jebediah actually come back crazy or did something else come back Ooh. and like if you if there it'd be a weird afternoon but if you watch all four of them it gets so fucking weird <laughs> i uh i I'm, i don't know i mean are the sequels predictably cheesy and all that no they get they just get weird like this this movie is like you took your first hit and the second is like you took another and third and fourth is like you picked up another bong that was laced with something else like it just gets really fucking weird they call it, that it a cocoa puff <laughs> it like like it from two on it leans heavily into sci-fi okay but yeah this is uh also i mean for its time like this movie not using um, using the actor who played the tall man as just a creepy guy as opposed to, like, killer clowns where they're using, you know, practical effect puppets. Yeah. Like, this dude was fucking creepy back in the day, man, and it's still yeah. creepy. It's, he's still creepy. Yeah. It's just how, it was, and, like, yeah. the other thing is, like, I like how they film the chase scenes because it's, like, like, no matter how fast Mike runs, he, the, like, tall man's always behind him. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. And it's like you see him run, which you don't see any. Well, the '79, he's they're kind of starting new ground here. But like, think of all the slasher movies you don't see anybody running, except victims. And then <laughs> this is the polar opposite, where it's like you see the old tall dude running after him, like he's just a weird. Then the scene where they see him in daytime, and he thinks he's turning at him to look at him, but he's just absorbing the dry ice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just he's like just that, absorbing that whole the scene ice. is just fucking weird, bro. The steps, <laughs> the slow mm. yeah, it's yeah. super weird. And he's just uh, my like got this scene, like look on his face, like. My favorite scene in this movie is where the kid gets pinned under the car, and suddenly his brother steps in properly with his feet together, and he's like, "Wax him with the hammer!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Oh man. But um, watching this movie for the first time, yeah, it's disturbing. It's disturbing through the whole thing. Yeah, I've never seen this. Um, and I felt sorry for the kid through the whole movie because I'm like, is is it real? Is it in his head? Is it not in his head? Like, nobody's really, like, helping him out. And can we talk about the scene where, like, everybody who helped him out, who who come... I know. Okay, so I, I'm bringing this up because I know we talked about deaths off screen, right? How about people who lived off screen where his friend, the bald guy comes in and he's like, yeah, the girls are fine. I found some people in coffins. I just let him go. It's cool. 
yeah, we're all good. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, where, where you think that Reggie died, he's like, he's still alive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was that, that makes the whole understanding of him being essentially alone now so much sadder because it kind of paints mm-hmm. a picture of like, who, he has no one to turn to. Yeah. But, but in the sequels, Reggie's the uh, Reggie's the main, uh, I guess, antagonist. Yeah, well, Reggie Reggie was Jody's friend, um, but even in the scenes with uh, where it gets weirder, in the scene where Reggie um, pulls up to the ice cream truck, Jody's on the outside playing guitar. It's almost like you can even play that scene with Jody not being there because Reggie just pulls up, starts playing the song and singing exactly what Jody was playing. Like there's so there's so many scenes in this movie where you can say Jody is not really there. Like you can take him out of the scene. But well in there in that in that scene he does he does say, Did you write anything new today? And he and he sits down, he starts playing. So I don't, I don't maybe he just maybe he's just reliving the the the, the possibly yeah maybe he's just reliving it so so that can I mean, be represented too. i guess without sequels you could they could have left it much more ambiguous but if you have sequels where the kids been in an insane asylum they kind of yeah they don't really let you think about it. yeah well the sequels get weird because like the there's you have this movie it gets to the end ambiguous second movie continues but jumps gets to the end ambiguous and then third and fourth movie they continue and it's like what and also the it's either the third or fourth movie this this phantasm the first one was supposed to be over three hours long oh wow and and they were the studio was like uh not gonna happen so in the later two movies they took scenes that were written for the first one um and added that so it kind of like buttons up like it all connects okay that's at least so it's a weird weird franchise i do say i really did dig one of the scenes that i saw in there that you really didn't see again until terminator was the the red vision spheres yeah like that was kind of an like the, the next spheres. next time you saw anything like that probably was terminator there's a lot of different stuff that this this you can claim this originates that that scene that scene right there where the where the sphere hits the guy in the head and and like drills into this you know hole and then starts spitting blood out the other end. Mm-hmm. Everything would have been covered in blood, including fucking uh, 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 Mike, because he bit the guy in the arm. His face would have been covered in blood. But then he gets he gets up and he pulls out his knife and he sits there and stares. No blood on his face because he bit the guy. So do you do you know what's inside those spheres? No. So when you get in the sequels, you find out that. The tall man is harvesting dead bodies and he turns the bodies into the little dwarves and he takes okay. the brains out and shrinks them and put them some in puts them in the spheres. So inside all the spheres are tiny little people. brains. That's pretty but also cool. spe- okay. speaking of phantasm, if you have not watched if you've watched the new creep show episode that just aired, uh there's a reference to Phantasm. because um, it's Not an episode that takes place in a uh like a, a mini horror museum and all of it's directed by Greg Nicotero and all of the real props that Greg Nicotero owns are used in the episode. So, one of so them is the spheres. Um, and another is the actual, uh, the new prosthetic creep that they brought back. He's actually in that episode. 
Cool. I'll be watching that tomorrow. I'm not <laughs> caught up because it's only me watching it, so I have limited time to do. It's such a goofy fucking show, and I love it. It's such a, a nod to the original. All right, let's yeah. uh, let's do. We've we've got a week to catch up for all that shit, though. Oh yeah, play... yeah. They release new episodes every yeah. Thursday. Yeah, I'm 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 still in season one. I just I I love it because it's essentially, it's essentially tales from the. It is. Let's be real. It is. It's so good. One of my favorite lines from uh from the tall man is, <laughs> boy, like that's just that's just yeah. The way he it. talks, uh, or it was like the funeral is about to begin, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he was the guy was cast so perfectly. And he was cast because the director uh, saw him, like, scare a kid just by looking at him. No, was like, you got to be the villain in my movie. Yeah, what if he was just chilling in, like, a coffee? Like, what if the director walked into a coffee shop and that dude was just getting a coffee, but as he walked out, he got, like, a chill down his spine and, like, looked back at the guy? And then the guy, he's, the, the guy hey, I'm Al, real nice guy. How, how are you? And so it's like, <laughs> you're going to be in my movie, you creepy fuck. Oh, uh, no, did, did anybody watch this with subtitles? Yes. No. Okay, so I did. Matt, did you like the the whole warbling, warbling, like like everything? I had subtitles. But like, I, see, I didn't have closed captioning on, so I oh, yeah, I only had the subtitles on. Oh, uh, it, it kept saying warbling, warbling when it was the like, little Jawa guys. And so <laughs> it did that deck made me fucking laugh every time. Yeah, the last Phantasm movie came out in 2016. Holy um, shit. And the series is still them. not done. It's it's so cool that they like this has just been a small project that they've just continued to put out whenever Find a way and build. they can. Yeah. I, I mean, know, as long as they don't, you know, like you don't want a series to get to the point of it's a joke and it's. But I mean, like once you do that, it's time to rethink it. Then problem. So as long as they're kind of keeping it somewhat respectable. I think the biggest joke is is Reggie himself to be in the rest of them, but him him being the guy like Ash, like like you were saying, dude. You get into the later movies and Reggie's got like machine guns. Uh, like yeah, he turns awesome. into Ash from Evil Dead. I saw oh. I saw him with the, the with the Bandoleros and shit like the 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 fucking shotgun shells and shit. But yeah, on the well, man, on the topic of like you don't want something to like you know, become a joke of itself, it does make me think of Chucky and that Don Mancini made that series, got to the middle, and it's like, all right, it's a joke, and now it's kind of serious again, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I I think the problem when you're dealing with horror as a creator, you got there is a kind of a fine line, because as we talked before, most horror has comedy in it. Yeah. But there's a pro- especially when you're dealing with iconic characters where I, I feel like, a character like Chucky is so easy to make goofy and not scary and quasi-stupid that I feel these guys kind of maybe catch themselves and go, fuck, I need to kind of course-correct because I wanted the scary Chucky and we're going right back into the goofy fucking tropes. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a fan, that may annoy you because maybe you, you want the goofy tropes, Chucky. But I think as a creator, it's got to get somewhat stale to be doing the same shit over and over with your property. Uh, you guys want to do final thoughts than hot dogs? Uh, real quick though, when you guys were talking about uh, the acting might be better, Jody and Mike 
I I think those guys were kind of not that great during this whole thing. Everybody I, else, I everybody feel, else, I did like. I feel Jody, like Jody was a and better Mike. actor than almost any. Jody, oh my god! He Whenever he would, uh, I feel Mike outacted no. everybody in the. No, I don't know. I disagree. I disagree. But but it's just those two characters. Everybody else was kind of like you know there. Um, Reggie a little bit when he was there was kind of like off, but Jody and Mike were the standouts where um, I, I actually didn't believe in their acting. See, I, just, I, just, think that's just me. I think you're crazy, but... I don't know, man. I don't know. That's just me. I don't... But it, I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on, on if you're looking at it as like cheesy 70s acting. Um, but to, to me, like... Uh, Mike's but that's the thing brother. is, fucking Phantasm's four years older than Sleepaway Camp, and it's got less cheesy fucking acting. Well, yeah, you said less, but I, there's still, like I said, there's two actors that I thought were still fucking really cheesy, which is Mike and Jody. I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm actually calling out two specific, you know, I know. characters. And my point is just that I think the acting in Phantasm. I I think I think Sleepaway Camp they were actually trying to be John Watery like you know and doing all that shit so that's that's what I think they're actually trying to be like that or John you know losers <laughs> they were trying to emulate something that you know I see I don't know man that's the thing is like maybe but it also that movie also doesn't feel like it was meant to be jovial in any way like John Waters had a certain like. Like there, his shit was all comedy and the strange and weird, and this was less that it was more like almost like Malignant, where it's like how many different movies can we copy from, mm. and let's throw them in one. Like, yeah. and like my like I said earlier, I feel like the beginning of the movie is like their like rip off of The Shining, where The Shining or had that like drive up to the mansion, and instead all they have is the park that they're filming in. So it's literally just a angled shot going across the stupid lake and it's like i i don't know sleepaway camp really felt to me like the ultimate ripoff where it stole from a bunch but did Which, nothing proper that 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 place where they actually filmed um the director actually camped there when he was a kid which yeah. I, I, I didn't get to, i didn't get to say that but that was weird yeah like that, I, that was his like one of his own places they're just, I don't know, for me, there isn't one actor in Sleepaway Camp that feels any sort of gen. No, no, no. Like, even the bullies that are bullying her feel shit stupid. Uh, you know, the, the the bullies that are the boys who are chucking water balloons, it's like, what? how many more <laughs> fucking cliches are we going to throw into this movie? <laughs> but, um, final thoughts and hot dogs, starting with Alex. For this movie, I, I I didn't like Mike. I didn't like Jody's acting. Uh, there was times where they actually did, uh, you know, portray their characters right, but there was other times where it's just like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but um, overall, I I did I did like the movie. Um, it was the more serious uh, out of the three, and I I, I did enjoy it. Um, the tall man, he was he was creepy. The way he fucking popped up out of nowhere blowing doors up and shit uh, and just he was up, insanely you know fast for some reason showing, showing up and saying boy he like, was shit, also God. the lady in lavender what oh yeah <laughs> in case you didn't you didn't realize that he's the no. chick as well 
Oh yeah. By the way, what's up with the random tits at the beginning of the movie? It just opens up. Yeah. I'm watching and there's like, why is what? What just happened? Yeah, that's that's a tall man. Yeah. One tit in the dark. Boobies for no reason. Well, they had they had to fill their quota of boobies. Yeah, it was seventy nine. Movies. Every movie is going to be borderline scat film. You hear me? <laughs> but for me, I, I actually I enjoyed this one a lot more than all three of them. Uh, I'm going to go four. Um, but aside from, like I said, Mike's acting and Jody's, but they, there was times where they just pissed me off as actors. But they were they were good at portraying their characters, and I, I did like it. And uh, yeah, that, that's just me. Everybody else has got their own, you know. Yeah. So I'll, what what say you? I'll go next. Uh yeah, this is easily a four. Um this horror movie th- this is a horror movie that is not gonna be for everyone. Um, especially if you don't like a little bit of sci fi mixed in with your horror. Um but again, this this is another important horror movie. I would argue it's the more important horror movie of the three of them that we're reviewing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it. There's a lot taken from this movie in the groundwork that it built for the horror genre. Yeah, uh, the the tall man is uh, rightfully so for me an iconic movie villain. Um, Who died at a ripe age of what seventy nine? Some shit like that. Yeah, he's he's pretty old. Wasn't um, he in all of them up until like the last one? He died like pretty much. Yes, he was in the. No, I think he died after the second or third one, maybe. I, I, no, I thought he was. He wasn't the like fourth one ravaged or something. He was. Ravager, oh. yeah. Was he? Oh shit! Yeah, no. He sorry. was in most of them, I believe. Sorry, buddy. I I, thought I said you died earlier than you did. Um, no, yeah, th- uh, this is an important horror movie, um, especially when you when you think about movies that can pull off an ambiguous ending in a right way that it doesn't ruin the movie. Because that's also like a fine line you can walk on of mm-hmm. like, do I give too much? Do I give too little information? And can I leave the audience scratching their head and not? flipping the screen off and this movie kind of pulls that off perfectly um so yeah this is a four out of five i would only recommend the rest of the series if you're wanting to go down a weird rabbit hole um if you just want a nice button at the end of just watching a weird horror movie stop at this one but if you want to get real weird watch the rest of the series i might check it out just for the shits of it me too me too Uh, giovanni i'll go yep um, oh shit, he was in Freaky Links too, I apologize. <laughs> Watching this movie for the first time, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, the villain was perfect. Um, it left you guessing through the whole movie. Uh, there, there were a lot of scenes in here where you're like, is it in his head? Is it not in his head? What's going on? And uh, yeah, the end threw me for a loop. It really did. Um, the Why music, would you go there? The, the music, um, <laughs> I like the music in the movie. Um, Good soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, yes, it was yes, really it well. It provided really great atmosphere through the whole movie. The only problem I had with the movie was um, I felt the the um, scene changing between each act was a little off. Um, filming in between scenes, kind of some of them were real quick and some of them kind of transitioned really well. Uh, but that could be for for the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's 79, you know, and and 
I will say that this this movie also does have a nice um, sort of filter over the entire thing. That grainy sort of like, when you think Halloween filter for. Yeah, it just adds to the atmosphere of the whole thing. It's yeah. really well done. Uh, this is a four out of five for me as well. And I will be watching uh, the others because I, I want to follow on it all the Shutter. way through. Yep, Shameless on Shutter. Plug. It, it, almost, it almost gets very Doctor Who-y as you get into yeah. the later sequels. I mean, even in this even in this first episode, I can yeah. totally see the tall man as a Doctor Who villain. Well, you can kind yeah. of see it when they go into the portal to the other world. Well, also, yeah, because he, he's also doing the tuning fork. Mm-hmm. And they, they make reference to the him touching his hand, Reggie touching his yeah. hands. Yeah. That, um, that was pretty cool. I, I did, I, I did, I'm sorry I didn't say that, but yeah, I like that. You have your hot dogs? Yeah, four out of five. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, to be honest with you. Um, I dig it. I do like how they remastered it, because it had been recently remastered. You can actually get this movie in 4K. Um, I like the the kind of Terminator red effect, as I'll call it. I like how that was the start of it. I still think the dude chasing him through the fucking mausoleum is creepy as shit. Um, I like Mike, to be honest with you. I like Jody. It's sad. The whole story is really sad when you really boil it down. Um, with that's an easy three and a half out of five. I dig this movie. It's, it is not a movie, however, I would pull out, I don't know, of every Halloween. This would be a once in a while watch. But, yep. Or let me show you something new. Yeah, or if, like, if, like we, Jen and I were talking about, if she listened to the episode, and she was like, yeah, I kind of want to watch it, then I'd, okay, let's watch it. Like, I wouldn't be against it, but it's not one of my, like, must-watch. It's a little bit slow at times. I still say it's better than and everything. <laughs> It doesn't have werewolf penis in it. <laughs> there is no, yeah, there is no transgender werewolf penis. Thank God. Oh, my God. All right, that's week two. Everybody, have a wonderful evening. We'll see you next week, or for the third week, with uh, just Giovanni, Alex, and I. Can't remember the third. Oh, yeah, Grave Encounters, American Werewolf in Paris, and Frontiers. Yep, Frontiers. Uh, until then, enjoy. We'll be posting these soon. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye.